Hi guys, this is Sajuti from the Subtle Investor. Today is Friday, August 13, and here's my short update from the world of investing and personal finance. Before I start, I must admit, just saying out loud Friday 13 sounded really creepy in my head. Although I am not superstitious, but today I will allude to something no less scary than a blockbuster horror show. More on that later. But first, UK GDP. We got preliminary numbers for the second quarter economic growth. UK GDP did indeed come back to growth by expanding 4.8% over Q2 after contracting 1.6% in Q1. This is great and really reflects that we are back to moving again although still with the virus. I think the virus is something we just all have to learn to live with. So what helped our economy to grow? A lot of things. First is definitely the services sector, which saw 1.5% expansion in June. Bars, cafes, restaurants, opened and dining out really helped the economy. Services sector is really important for the UK because it accounts for 80% of the GDP. Over the month of June, we also saw 4.5% increase in health services, which accounted for half of the monthly increase in GDP. It may seem counterintuitive, but this sector was a real drag during the pandemic because all sorts of GP visits and operations were on hold while our NHS wrestled with the pandemic. And the way we calculate our GDP compared to other countries is that we take into account number of visits than simply the whole cost of it, which was obviously lower during the pandemic. Having said all of that, even after the continuing growth, our overall economy is still lower than before the pandemic, so in February 2020. Therefore, more recovery is needed to get back to the original path. Just to finish off on the UK, we have some positive news on the pandemic. Results show that fewer than 1% of UK school students and teachers tested positive for COVID-19 in June which was significantly lower than last autumn, according to a study by the ONS. This is seen as an optimistic sign for those who want to convince parents about attending schools and health of their kids. Talking about schools, congratulations to everyone who received their GCSE and A-level result. If you have failed, however, or did not do very well as you were expected, just know that it is okay to do so. We all fail at some point in our lives, whether it is an exam or a job interview. It is not the end of the world. What is important is that you keep on learning, growing and trying, doesn't matter how or on what. And the truth of the matter is, these days you need to be much more than just being book smart. Your curiosity, passion, and empathy will get you a long way. Trust me when I say this. So if you are someone who's at the exams, or are a parent, or know someone who did, 
I just want you to know that don't stress. Life is just starting, and there's plenty more things to stress about in the future. Okay, moving on swiftly, let's talk a little about the US. Biden government's infrastructure package was confirmed. The Senate passed the $1 trillion bill on infrastructure spending. It included everything from roads and bridges to electric grids and public transport. The stock market reacted positively as the construction and engineering sector was up 3%, transportation sector up 1.9%, and materials up 1.4%. However, the main worry from the Republicans on this bill is that it will push inflation higher as demands for materials increase impacting prices. Biden, however, confirmed that his government will tackle household inflation by talking to relevant companies like trucking and speeding up operations at the country's largest port to help with supply chain issues. He will also take action to address gas prices by cracking down on any illegal contact. So let's wait and see on this. And now, just to end Friday the 13th, here is the ultimate horror story that is facing our current generation. Last week, the IPCC, UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, published Code Red for Humanity. Climate change is no longer a problem of the future. One of the major takeaways from their report was on high frequency of extreme weather events like extreme heat and rainfall. For example, extreme heat, which was only expected to happen once every 10 years, is now happening 2.8 times more than that. Currently, our planet is warming by 1 degrees. But if we can limit this to 1.5 degrees by end of the century, which is the Paris Agreement. Even then, frequency of extreme heat events increases to four times. And if we leave it to warm by four degrees, it increases by 9.4 times. Now, that's just crazy if you think about it. Nearly 10 major heat events every 10 years. Arrival of this report is very important and timely too, as the UN Climate Change Conference is set to take place in Glasgow in few months. So a lot of pressure on the politicians to act fast and do the right thing. But why the rush now? You must be thinking. Well, before this year, these reports were published with some level of uncertainty in its projections. They would use words like, very likely that we will have extreme weather events, just to give an example. But now, they have refined their models and made it much more accurate. And the disturbing part is that the recent floods in Germany and China and the heat in British Columbia all falls outside of the range of this current model, which is expected to be really accurate. And this ultimately suggests that we have already entered 
and started to live through this hellish 3D experience. Let's just take a moment to let that sink in before everything else does. Take care for now. Bye.